18th for the 2022 Cancer Benefit Trap Shoot. The cost is $40 per person or $200 for five-person team. It includes lunch, t-shirt, and more. This event is funded by many generous local donors and Mr. Trash. Call 763-0207 and get your team together to shoot for a cause. The Colorado Rockies are on Smart Talk 106.3 FM. And we'll take you out to the game as Smart Talk will be broadcasting most of all the Rockies games. Major League Baseball is back and on the air. And the Rockies can be heard on Smart Talk 106.3 FM. Rockies Baseball, brought to you in part by McDonald's, Gateway Mortgage, Blodorn Lumber, Kilpatrick Creations, Dr. Michelle Meehan, and Sears. Smart Talk 106.3 FM, your home for the Colorado Rockies. What are you doing this Memorial Day weekend? Hi, Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. If you have projects lined out for the weekend, we'll be open and ready to help. Our staff will help you get the right products for your projects at the Sheridan Commercial Company. Paint is on sale, got dandelions, working on the sprinkler system, potting some plants, lawn needs some fertilizer. We know you have a choice and thank you for shopping at the Sheridan Commercial Company. We're open all Memorial Day weekend for whatever you need help with at 303 Broadway. Join folks in the Sheridan area for an Evening of Caring concert to benefit Ukraine Thursday, June 30th at the Y.O. Theater. This concert will feature various local talents with the mission of providing humanitarian relief to the Ukrainian people, whether in Ukraine or wherever they fled to survive. The concert starts at 7 p.m. and tickets are $20 a person. Donations will be filtered through the YMCA World Service. For more information, call 307-752-2710. Sponsored in part by Sheridan Media. On this week's episode of the Weekend Sports Wrap Podcast, we get into a bunch of playoff action, including the NBA playoffs and the NHL playoffs. We also talk about the Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher feud going on. It feels like great theater, but it's actually just an episode of MTV's Real World Senior Edition. We talk about that as well as some other topics, so make sure you tune in to the Weekend Sports Wrap Podcast wherever you get your podcasts or on com and podcastwyoming.com. Remember when your mom used to say, eat your cranberries or you'll get a bladder infection? Well, if you ignored her and now you're in trouble, well, you need the health-giving stuff you can only get at the health nut. Aisle after aisle of supplements, vitamins, and minerals, an all-natural soup, salad, and smoothie bar, as well as a healthy grocery store and gift shop. So get good with the world. Be happy. Get healthy. And that all starts at the health nut in Sheridan's 5th Street Mall. At Frackleton's, we like to bring something new to the menu every few months, and it's that time again. So let's talk about one of our new dishes, pan-seared salmon. This is an 8-ounce salmon filet seared in butter with saffron risotto pilaf, tequila-glazed sweet potatoes, and finished with blueberry serrano drizzle. The best of the best out west, Frackleton's Fine Food and Spirits. Located on Main Street, downtown Sheridan, where good food is good mood. Memorial Day, the day set aside to honor and remember those who paid the ultimate sacrifice for our freedoms. It's time to proudly fly the red, white, and blue and enjoy some outdoor recreation. Shipton's Big R can help with all of that with our 16-page flyer. Great savings on the best brands. Take 25% off all hydroflask bottles. Keen, Cool, and all kayaks are now on sale. Pick up a Massimo Trail bike for only $6.99.99. 
Now on sale, Troy built walk-behind mowers, only $219.99. Noble Outfitters three-pack work gloves, including goatskin, buffalo, and cowhide, $19.99. Taurus 9mm pistol for only $279.99. For some outdoor fun, the All-American Cornhole sets are now on sale at $129.99. Pick up a 40-pound bag of Big R Horse Feed for only $12.99 and take 15% off Lodge Cast Iron Cookware and Leatherman Multi-Tools. We'll be open Memorial Day this Monday from 9 to 5 at Shipton's Big R on Sugarland Drive in Sheridan. From Sheridan Media News, it's time for Open Line Friday. Your chance to join the conversation and talk about what you want to talk about. Call the Jackson Electric Open Line at 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your hosts on the Jackson Electric Open Lines, Steve Sisson and Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to the Jackson Electric Open Lines. I am Floyd Whiting and I'm here with my friends Aaron Palmer and James Timberlake. We're your open line guys. Go ahead, give us a ring. 674-4443 or 672-5763. Now the poll this week, I would would have to say was pretty much uh, one-sided. My question was, at what price... Would you begin to alter your driving habits? Now, we had four different choices there. $5, $7 or higher, or $6. And that is pretty much the order it went in. My last choice was, I've already altered my driving habits. And uh, 696 of you have actually said that you have already changed your driving habits. 83 said $5 or higher. 63 said $7 or higher. And... 41 voted $6 or higher. So many of you have already changed your driving habits. Uh, I will have to say that uh, I haven't. I got to drive over every morning, uh, work day, drive back. Uh, I really haven't had to change it that much. Uh, now, I will say that uh, our, our our general manager takes pretty good care of me. He's given me uh, what you know we call it the little car. Uh, to go back and forth from work. So I kind of alter that because I will admit I do feel guilty uh, just using the little car and using Sheridan Media's gasoline all the time, especially because, you know, we bring our dogs to work and stuff like that. So we're not uh, we're not really uh, bent on just using the little car. We like using ours as well. Sure. But that's one of the perks, you know. They do take care of us here pretty well. They absolutely you know? do. Yeah. And granted, that we're not—they're not paying for every ounce of fuel we get, but they're—they're they're making a contribution. So that's definitely a help in this uh, this era of you know highly <laughs> volatile gas. Prices. Crazy, yeah. yeah. And I—I I have, you know. I mean, when I do come over, you know, I, yeah, I—I I try to get my errands done you know, in one trip and, and do everything. If I have to come to Sheridan, you know, I'll go do the grocery shopping and blah, 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 and do what you need to do. So I don't have to come back over later in the week mm-hmm. and then burn more fuel that's unnecessary. So I think most people um, have have had to, or at least it's in the back of their mind. It's not at the point now where gas prices are forcing everyone to stay home, but they're at least considering whether or not they need to go on those trips that, 
maybe they don't need to. Yeah, yeah. I I think this is you know this is definitely going to affect the tourism industry. This oh, absolutely. Year, you know, uh, we're not going anywhere this summer. You know, if we happen to do something, it'll be to go up on the mountain and plant our carcasses and stay there. You know, yeah. We're not going to go to Yellowstone and drive around. We're not going to go to the Grand Canyon. You know, I'd love to go back to Oregon and visit family. Not going to happen. Yeah. It's, it's just, just too much. Yeah. It's just too much. Uh, my wife and I decided to go ahead and take a, a staycation for our uh, our honeymoon when we got married. And this year, our, for our anniversary, we're going to do the exact same thing uh, because gas prices. Right. Um, you know, we we threw around the idea of heading back over to Minnesota, where she's from, visiting family, seeing folks. But it's just it's just too much. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to head over to the valley and uh, do exactly what you're talking about. You know, we're looking into going camping. You get somewhere up in the forest, you plant your butt, and there you are. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and and at least you're getting out of the four walls that you were in during the winter. You got to change you know? the scenery, yeah, man. Something. Yeah, yeah. And getting away from work for a week. You know, I mean, there's there's a lot to be said about that. And there, and a lot of people, you know, I've done we've done this before too, where it's kind of a staycation. You stay home, work on the house, work on the yard, plant a garden, work in the garden, whatever it is you need to do. And there's something to be said about that too. But there's just for your own sanity. It seems like there's times you just got to get away, go do something, see something different, be in a different atmosphere, and recharge. And, you know, one of the best parts about living in Wyoming, people fly here. People drive here. People people spend I don't know how much money to get here every year. I get to live here. So everything that everyone's actually leaving the cities to come and see, I've got right out my back door. Uh, huge benefit. So, you know, we're, we'll probably go see the tower. I don't think she's ever seen Devil's Tower before, so we'll go see <laughs> that. I've only seen it once and myself. That's a day trip. That's oh, that's a day trip. Yeah. It's it's quick over and back. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, Thermopolis. Got to go sit in those springs, brother. <laughs> oh, I fell in love with them the first time I, I got in. I love them. So we'll do some time there, and then we'll go back to the valley, visit family, do a little, a little camping, and then uh, head up to Cody. And... Uh, have our event up there. No kidding. That's coming up. That's just a couple. It is right away. around the corner, yeah. my friend. Right around the corner. I don't know if is anybody aware of what's going on. Uh, we haven't really talked about it at length. Uh, we're going to make a big well, announcement. We should. Are there, or are they going to make... Yeah, we'll make big announcements at the end of it. Uh, okay. And uh, just so people can kind of be on the same page. Big announcements coming uh, from uh, the Association of Broadcasters and Sheridan Media. Uh, we're all very proud, and everyone's been working really hard. So Good news. That's all I'm going to say. Yep. Uh, and uh, it's it's great news coming coming our way. Uh, one of those situations where we get to get to kind of show off, maybe brag a little. I don't bit. think I even know what you're talking about. <laughs> See, and that's that's good. That's a, that's a good thing. But uh, that's, yeah, nah, yeah. But we'll be, talk about it. We'll but talk anyway, about the, it. The whole big thing's coming up in Cody in a couple of weeks. And yep, and that's how we're going to end yeah, it. And you know, we'll be there. We'll yeah, put it that way. It'll be fantastic. It'll be, be a good fun. time. Yep. And uh, let's go ahead and take a good look, according to our own AAA, what are gas prices on average right now in the U.S. So currently, going up. it's it's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. So on average, the current average for regular is four fifty nine a gallon. The uh, week uh, yesterday was uh, four sixty a gallon. So it came down a penny. Now 
let's see. Yay. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. That's really going to make the difference when, when at the pump. Uh. When you're uh, a week ago, the average for regular was 4.59. A month ago, 4.13. A year ago, three dollars and four cents. So a, a dramatic increase of a buck fifty in in a year. Now. I can remember, and we talked about this on the show, you know, we knew that the war in Ukraine, if, if we supported, turned off Russian oil, things would get difficult. We knew this going in. We talked about it here on the show. Um, you know, the Biden administration was not shy about telling people that. And, and, and a lot of us, myself included, felt that he didn't turn it off soon enough. He should have turned it off. At the same time, you have to kick the rigs back on over here in the United States. Um, now, but there are people that say, and this is the craziness, is that they, they say, well, you know, that didn't have anything to do with the price of gas, you know, uh, putting the moratorium on leases and this, that, and the other. So there's a counter argument to that, but it, it's crazy that the people that say that now are the same ones that were screaming three years ago when, you know, saying Trump needs to do something about these gas prices. Well, so and, and crazy. So which which is it? And I and I don't pretend to understand the. the well, I will, I will tell you this now. Look, we all we all love to blame the president. It doesn't sure. matter who's sitting in the sure. seat. Okay, I can remember people blaming Bush for gas prices. I can every, we blame the president. He's mm-hmm. a, he's a he's a good red herring to point the finger at. But the fact of the matter is. Uh, we look Biden doesn't control the economy of the world. Right. So if you look, according to Kiplinger, a news organization that has not failed a fact check in over five years, what are you going to be paying for gas in U.S. dollars per gallon in Belgium? Eight dollars and six cents a gallon. Eight dollars and six cents a gallon over in Hong Kong, in China. $10.90 $10.90 a gallon. I mean, it, it, it's absolutely amazing. But, I, but one of the things I will say is, okay, Belgium is the size of Michigan. Right. And according and, to and Nevin <clears throat> Valve, I think that's how you say his name, he's the owner of Global Petrol Prices, mm-hmm. uh, the U.S. taxes uh, gasoline at a low rate compared to other countries, mainly because people in the U.S. drive a lot. And it would not be politically acceptable, he said, uh, to uh, raise those taxes on your gas. On the other hand, countries like Denmark and smaller countries, okay, uh, they have shorter distances. So they're not going to use as much fuel. So they try to make that up with this massive gas tax. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and one of the highest is actually, uh, you know, over there across, across the pond, the U.K., those folks, whew, uh, I, I don't really have the, the, the tax rate on, on the United Kingdom's gas, but uh, they're paying $8.06 a gallon right now. Uh, it's, it's horrid. <laughs> I could not. You know, if, if, if gas went that high, I, I don't know what I'd do. That's just it. And getting back to what we were saying about, you know, the difference between the U.S. and European countries is that Europe has 
number one, smaller countries, so they're not driving up far. But even as far as getting goods to the uh, to their to to the consumers, they have a rail system that puts ours to shame. They really do. And okay. so there's people that can ride rails, and they're going uh, from country to country. It's not like they have to stop at the border and, you know, get off and do whatever. They can ride all over Europe on these rail systems, so they're not as dependent on cars as we are here. Now, gonna, we can do that. Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say that the you pointed out the U.K., and their public transit system is one of the best in the world. Yeah, right? so sure. To them, I mean, you have a car, obviously, in the U.K., it still affects you, but you can just hop on the underground and get to wherever you need to go if you're right. based out of London, and right. then it travels all the way across the U.K. as well. Exactly. And, you know, as far as country, this country goes, we have L.A., San Francisco, New York, Seattle, Denver. They all have uh, light rail systems there, New York, obviously. So those people have a choice as, you know, that's not going to be reliant on their cars. Yeah. Us in Wyoming, we don't have a choice. Exactly. We if don't have a choice. You live in New so York City. A lot of that. people don't even own a car. Right. Exactly. You know? Same thing with other cities. Um, so there are options there to, if you need to, that you can kind of curb that cost a little bit. But uh, rural states don't have that option. We're in a bad situation. Right. We're you know, we've got the... We don't have a choice. Here in Wyoming... And, and, you know, this is the part that gets me. A lot of other states, you'll see these memes pop up on social media, you know, and, and people are talking about, oh, in, in, in this state, we, we judge, uh, um, you know, distances by time in the car, you know. But the fact of the matter is I think Wyoming's got uh, a lot of states beat on that, and I think that's where that meme originally uh, oh, yeah. came from was our state oh, because yeah. that's exactly – how, you know, I gauged it when I was a kid. You don't say, oh, it's X amount of miles. You're like, oh, that's two and a half hours from here. Right. Oh, that's an hour and a half yeah, from here. Because it doesn't matter the mileage. No, how long is it going to take to get there? How long is it going to take to get there? And I'm sure other states do it too, you know, but uh, that's how I grew up, uh, gauging distances. And, and, and here in the state of Wyoming, you know, even my wife, uh, who came over from Minnesota, she said, I cannot believe how spread out this state really is you know she's like going from one city to the other is just you're out in the middle of nowhere yeah. for for hours at a time <laughs> and and she's so used to that metropolitan area yeah you know where you literally just go from one city to the other one city to the other and it's just a pain i i don't like that i I don't like that man. When I, I was a kid, when you're, when you're younger, up, yeah. <laughs> right. Growing up in Portland, and this is crazy. Growing up in Portland, you know, as you if you've been to that part of the world, you know, from Seattle to San Francisco, it's basically just a sign that says "Welcome to." And <laughs> yeah, you, and everything looks yeah, the exact same all yeah, the way exactly. up. Exactly. So the entire time growing up in Portland, it's like, well, you, you never see anything but city. You yeah. Know? And houses and cars and freeways and stuff. And then coming out here as a young kid where my dad grew up, he grew up here. So we'd come out here. And then to me, it was totally foreign to be on a road and not see another vehicle for 30, 40 yeah. miles. Easily. Easily. And so to me, it was like, oh, my God. In the back of my mind, I'm thinking, what happens if we break down? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, especially nobody, back you know, then. Yeah, we'll die out here. Nobody will find <laughs> us for a week. You know, that's what I was thinking. No which water, course, <laughs> which is course not. You know, and we were prepared. Dad had you know. Right, food right. Food. But being a little kid, you just you're like, oh my god, we're out here on our own. We're gonna die out here. And then so you're thinking the whole time, please don't break down. Please don't break down. It was just funny. But now it's like you you realize even going between. Buffalo and Sheridan or wherever, there's going to be a vehicle coming. Plenty of folks. Yeah, the so Wyoming Highway Patrol does a pretty good job oh, of yeah. that. Now, we've got a caller. I'm going to go to a caller real quick. Uh, go ahead. You're on the Jackson Electric Open Lines. Good morning. 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 Uh, I saw a T-shirt I got a kick out of okay. uh, based on reality. It said, give me mean treats and $1.89 gas. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Uh, I kind of feel the same way. I can remember in 1999, I brought my first wife to Wyoming to meet my parents. And she was flabbergasted when we filled up the car at 99 cents a gallon. I mean, does anybody even remember when gas was 99 cents a gallon? Oh, yeah. I remember when it was 35 cents a gallon. Oh, my gosh, man. Those were the good days, weren't they? <laughs> yeah. But back then, I remember my mom throwing a fit that it was 35 cents a gallon because she was, you know, oh, my God, when it hits 50 cents a gallon, I'm going to quit driving. They're gouging us. They're gouging us. All right. Uh, I hate to reveal my age, but I can remember there used to be an oil refinery in Casper. The uh-huh. government shut it down because it was near the river. But anyway, they had a gas station right across the street, and you could buy gas for 25 cents a gallon. <laughs> a quarter. <laughs> yeah, a quarter a gallon. You used to be able to get a dollar's worth of gas in them days and drive all over town. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> when I was in college, that's what we used to do. But anyway, when Trump was president, he opened up the oil drilling in Alaska that Obama had shut down, <clears throat> and he okayed the XL pipeline. I think he probably kind of assisted in some of the red tape that goes with that. And anyway, we not only we were independent, you know, it had enough oil for America, but they even sold some of it to other countries. And when Biden, his first day on the job, he signed 17 bills. And I, I've looked. I can't find out what those bills were. Nobody seems to know, but I think one of them was shutting down the oil drilling in America. And that... Anwar up there in Alaska, he shut that down, shut down the XL pipeline, shut down offshore drilling, and all in places where the government, they say where the government owns the land, but I think they're talking about the mineral rights, which is on private property also. But, and then he started buying oil from, of all places, Russia. I couldn't believe that. I I went around the world once, and I tried to go through Russia. I wanted to see St. Petersburg and Moscow, 
and I couldn't get in the country. And that's when I figured out it's still a communist country, because why are they afraid of tourists? So they say the only way you can get in is you have to have an invitation from somebody that lives in Russia, and then they're responsible for you. Hmm. But anyway, people, you know, I I would I think even some of the Democrats are waking up, and you know when you go. To a gas station. A while back, I filled up my pickup and it cost me 110 bucks. And I can think of better things I'd rather spend that money on than, than gas. So, anyway, I guess main thing is thank the Democrat and and vote Republican. <laughs> All right, thank <laughs> you much. We're going to take a quick commercial break. This is the Jackson Electric Open Lines on 9:30 Carowe. 103.9 FM. Shared. into Jackson Electric and feel the power. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, call Jackson Electric. Commercial, residential, agricultural, it makes no difference. Call Jackson Electric. Jackson Electric does high-efficiency LED lighting and fire alarm systems installation, wiring at home, wiring a business, new electrical service, or enlarging existing service. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Hi, this is Brad at Primary Motors, where we are looking to buy your clean used vehicles, tractors, ATVs, and much more. We will also down trade and do appraisals. Here at Primary Motors, we are a full service dealership offering quality used cars, trucks, and SUVs. Our super trailer store features a wide variety of stock, utility, and cargo trailers. Primary Motors has been making customers happy for decades. See us today at 2305 Coffee Avenue in Sheridan or online at primarymotors.com. The following message is presented by Century21BHJ.com. Ladies, are you ready to build? This is Nikki Bennett from Habitat for Humanity of the Eastern Bighorns inviting you to our annual Women Build event June 21st through 25th. No construction experience is required. Register today as an individual or your business can sponsor a team of up to 10 employees to build with us. Visit us at SheridanHabitat.org on Facebook, Instagram, or call me at 672-3848. Let's build. Radio is a great career. Sheridan Media employs a number of people in various capacities, including advertising sales, news, promotions, business administration, and engineering. If you or your organization would like to know if there's a job opening at Sheridan Media, send your mailing address request to Bob Grammons, General Manager, Sheridan Media, P.O. Box 5086, Sheridan, Wyoming, 82801. We'll send a notice to your organization or group every time there's a full-time job opening. Sheridan Media is an equal opportunity employer. Good morning and welcome back to the Jackson Electric Open Lines. I'm Floyd Whiting here with my friend Aaron Palmer and James Timberlake. We're your open line guys. Give us a ring, 674-4443 or 672 672- Five seven six three. Our poll question asked if uh, you've changed your driving habits due to the price of fuel, and if you haven't, at what price would you? And from what I can tell, 
pretty much everyone has already changed their, their unique driving habits, go ahead and give us a ring. Let me know how you've changed your driving habit. 674-4443 or 672-5763. We got a caller right out the gate. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Jackson Electric open line. Yes, hello, gentlemen. You know, you're talking about the cost of everything, and I think people in Sheridan County receive their property tax bills, and we're also whammed with that. So I'd like to parse this down and make just a few brief comments. Before 1990, a residential property in Sheridan County and all counties was a cost-less depreciation. That means that what the house cost to build new, less depreciation. It was a simple formula and had been done uh, since it was enacted in 1945 and redesigned in 1969. But what was an impelling reason after 1990 to go to the tiered tax system is in 1982 there was newly equalized state finance school finance reform it was done uh, by the legislature it was done by a constitutional amendment and it it made a mandatory 25 mills be collected in counties to support the public school system and the reason i mention that is the year 1982 Okay, this constitutional amendment requiring these mills and a complicated recapture program to support public schools, the system placed an emphasis on uniform valuation of property. Well, prior to that, and commencing under Herschler, the process was completed under Sullivan, is we went to the tiered tax system. Okay, that occurred uh, after this newly equalization uh, constitutional amendment, we went to the tiered tax system. Now, I'm almost through, and I, I thank you for bearing with me. I want to read very briefly a letter, Dottie Elsom among many, and I can tell you from 79 up to 90, and it didn't smooth out until it was pretty much forced down on everybody around 86, 1986, but it was a mess. The companies involved in it went bankrupt in the evaluation, the camp. It was a mess. I won't even go down that. But in February 19th of 1988, to Dottie Elsom, who was the Johnson County Assessor, in response to a letter she wrote in saying this is an impossibility, Governor Sullivan says, I, this, I'm, I'm parsing here, I support the tiered tax system and that is residential, commercial, ag, um, uh, uh, mineral. I support the tiered tax system, which was voted in. In conclusion, I would note that the Supreme Court rule places the ball in the court of the legislature. I am urging them to adopt legislation so that our citizens can vote on the tiered tax system before that massive tax shift does occur. And I would say it didn't happen. We never voted on it. It's always been, if you want to reform residential property tax, you've got to get it done in the legislature. I don't think it would be that hard to go back to costless depreciation on residential property. However, everybody's going to look at me and say, but how would we support the 25 mills for the school districts? It shifted the tax burden onto the residential people, property owners. And 
the chickens have come home to roost. Um, that's all I wanted to remark on. It's a big topic. There's a lot of, of uh, uh, work that goes to, to understanding it, but I hope people understand your legislature can do something about this. That's what they need to know. Thank you. All right. Well, like I said last week, this is, uh, this is our system, folks. And uh, if you want it changed, you've got to change the people who are making the votes. You've got to change the system, or you've got to change the individuals who are writing the bills. If you want something to change, that's how you do it. I'm telling you, she's right as far as something needs to be done. I'm a homeowner in Buffalo, and I have no improvements to my home in the last year. None. Didn't do anything. And my property taxes went up by 30% wow. in one year. Yeah. 30%. That is ludicrous. Absolutely ludicrous. And I'm not the only one. It's across the board. I hear this from people all over Buffalo. I don't know about Sheridan, but I'm sure it's the same way because, as she said, it's all over the state. But I've heard this from people in Johnson County, and I'm hearing it on, you know, social media, of course, from other parts of the state as well. And something needs to be done because people cannot afford this. You know, I... Do I have a choice in the matter? No, not really. Uh, you know, short of filing a tax protest, which a lot of people are doing. And once that happens, I guess you can at least get your you can at least get your complaints in. But in the overall scheme of things, nothing is going to change right now. So what we're going to have to do is bite the bullet and pay it. But it, I feel for the people on fixed incomes, you know, senior citizens and whomever else that are having to pay the, the how are they going to find 30% to pay that much taxes? How are they going to find that kind of money in a fixed income? I don't, I don't get it. I have no idea, my friend. Yeah. I, I, there's no easy answer to this, except uh, you have to make your decisions at the polls. These are the folks that are making choices for us. These are the people who we have decided as a mass to speak for us. And if you're not emailing, calling, stopping them on the street, talking to them, then you're allowing it to happen. There is, uh, and I wish I could think of the, I'll look for it, but there's an organization in uh, on social media that you can go, and there's a letter that you can download and change what you need to so it's yours so that you can file a tax protest this year. But we're running out of time is the, is the issue. You got I think you've got 30 days to file a uh, uh, tax protest. Now, when did these start coming in? Folks? That's exactly. I mean, that's part of the problem is that I've read that these things aren't even postmarked. Hmm. So then it becomes a, well, when exactly is the 30 days, blah, blah, blah. So don't wait. Because, you know, and try, because all they can do is tell you no. And, I mean, the, the, the thing of it is, it is so easy. I, I mean, our representatives, our senators, they put their information out there so that we can call them, so that we can write them letters, so that we can write them an email. And if they get an influx, then they're going to end up having to do something. And if they don't do something, you replace them with someone who will do something. Now, 
you know, because that's the way that the system is set up. Uh, so my point is, yes, we're, you know, we're all angry about this. But we have to use the system to change it. And if you change your representative, domino effects happen, right? Other, other people might see that, oh, well, they didn't act. They didn't do what they were supposed to do. They got replaced. I better start doing what my citizens and residents want me to do. I better start talking on the Senate floor about this matter. I better start talking in the House about this matter. And that's part of the problem that we have is that, and we see this on local boards, you know, local districts, local commissions, whatever, that they're not concerned about what their constituents are thinking. In a lot of instances, they're not. They will just go and push through whatever agenda it is that they have. And where do those agendas come from? Right. Lobbyists. Right. Lobbyists. People who actually are making these massive campaign contributions. That Look, there are great lobbyists out there. There are people out there lobbying for your children. There are people out there lobbying for those with disabilities. There are people out there lobbying for some great reasons. But they're not the ones with the money, unfortunately. All right? Those people are doing everything they can to just pay to get to Washington for Pete's sake. Okay, it's these huge corporations that have a business mindset. You can't fault them because it's good business. In my opinion, lobbyists would be out of Washington. Lobbyists would be out of Sheridan or uh, Cheyenne. Lobbyists would no longer be allowed to make campaign contributions. Companies and organizations would no longer be allowed to make a campaign contribution to anyone in an elected office. That's what I would do. That's where I would start. And then after that, we'll see where it goes. It'll just be backroom deals then, apparently. Well, that's why we have watchdogs. True. That is exactly why we have watchdogs. And that is exactly why our representatives, our senators, our governors, our elected officials should be so transparent about where the money is coming from. If you had a senator that suddenly bought a one point whatever million dollar boat and he can't explain where it came from, (laughs) we got a problem. Right. Right. Yeah. We got a problem. How is it? How is a U.S. senator on one hundred ninety eight thousand dollar salary? Affording uh, an orchard in Northern California. Well, some of them invest in weapons development, (laughs) which is another thing that I would change because I would not allow elected officials to invest in companies that have any kind of interest in going to war. If you have a financial interest in weapons... You should not be allowed to vote on whether or not this country uses those weapons. But that's just my opinion. I'm going to take a quick commercial break. This is the Jackson Electric Open Lines on 930 KROE, 103.9 FM, shared.
From the simplest to the most complex electrical applications, Jackson Electric has the knowledge, experience, and reputation to meet and exceed any electrical need or equipment. Jackson Electric expertise even includes phone systems, data systems, LED lighting systems, fire alarm systems, and irrigation systems. Residential, commercial, industrial, agricultural. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, Jackson Electric does it. 1851 North Main and Sharon bookkeeping. Let's face it, it's not one of your favorite things to do. In fact, it's not most people's favorite thing. There you sit, looking at all that paper, taxes, bills, budget. And if you own your own business, you could feel like you're drowning in paperwork. Don't be frustrated. Contact Cloud Peak Accounting. After all, they're the people that actually enjoy that kind of thing. With their easy-to-use website, you can do business with them from the comfort of your own home. Visit cloudpeakcpa.com. What are you doing this Memorial Day weekend? Hi, Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. If you have projects lined out for the weekend, we'll be open and ready to help. Our staff will help you get the right products for your projects at the Sheridan Commercial Company. Paint is on sale, got dandelions, working on the sprinkler system, potting some plants, lawn needs some fertilizer. We know you have a choice and thank you for shopping at the Sheridan Commercial Company. We're open all Memorial Day weekend for whatever you need help with at 303 Broadway. Celebrate Memorial Day weekend by setting off fireworks from Whizbang Fireworks. Fireworks are legal to set off Friday, May 27th through Monday, May 30th. Whizbang Fireworks will be open that weekend for you to purchase fireworks and celebrate Memorial Day or give that graduation party a little extra celebration. Whizbang has a huge selection of fireworks from bottle rockets to Roman candles, missiles, fountains, cones, and assortment packs. Whizbang Fireworks open Friday, May 27th through Monday, May 30th from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. on North Main Street behind Pizza Hut. Looking for for your dream horse, check out the Bots Sots Remount Horse Sale coming up June 4th. Now you may be wondering, what is Bots Sots? Bots Sots is a crow term generally held to mean, quote, keep good. And that is exactly what you will find at the horse sale featuring classy, gentle, fancy broke horses and odds are your dream horse. Don't miss the Bots Sots Remount, a heap good horse sale Saturday, June 4th at 4 p.m. at the Kendrick Mansion in Sheridan. For catalog and videos, go to BotsSotsRemount.com. On this week's episode of the Weekend Sports Wrap Podcast, we get into a bunch of playoff action, including the NBA playoffs and the NHL playoffs. We also talk about the Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher feud going on. It feels like great theater, but it's actually just an episode of MTV's Real World Senior Edition. We talk about that as well as some other topics. So make sure you tune in to the Weekend Sports Wrap Podcast wherever you get your podcasts or on AsuraToMedia.com and PodcastWyoming.com. Good morning and welcome back to the Jackson Electric Open Lines. I'm Floyd Whiting and I'm here with my friends Aaron Palmer and James Timberlake. We are talking about all kinds of issues here, mostly gas prices. A lot of you have said that you've changed your driving habits uh, due to the price of gas. Go ahead and give me a ring. And let's talk about how you've changed your driving habits. Uh, I drive over from uh, Buffalo every every weekday morning and uh, drive home every weeknight. And, uh, you know, even on the weekends, we will do, uh, drive over, do something here in Sheridan. Uh, there's a lot going on over in Buffalo. Uh, Aaron, what do you know about what's happening over uh, in Buffalo like this weekend? Is anything coming up? 
Yeah. The uh, actually, thank you for bringing that up because that was kind of an interesting thing last year. At the, the the Lake DeSmet Fishing Derby's been going on for almost forty years. Wow! And wow. last year I went out like I do every year and talked to the organizers, and they were kind of disappointed because there were just a handful of people out there that had been there all weekend, and they had no extra help, and they were all just frazzled. Yeah, because it's it's three days of nonstop events, pretty much, and they were just you know they they man the the uh, Lions Club building out there and they serve food, drinks, um, not alcoholic of course, but you know coffee, punch, yeah. and that kind yeah. of stuff. And so between that and and you know uh, processing the fish that come in, checking tags, that kind of stuff that has to be done for awards, they were just frazzled, and so they were. Kind of looking at that and maybe thinking, well, maybe this is the last one. Didn't really have a lot of participation, right. so we might fold it up. Well, yeah. yeah and I can remember how upset you were yeah, about that, actually. because it was, I mean, my dad and I went to that thing when it first started and have gone over the years periodically. And it's a neat family event. It yeah. really is. I mean, it's, you're there with kids. They're, they're fishing and having fun. You go out in the boat. You can fish from the bank. You can just sit there and not do anything you can buy watch some of these great fish come in right and if you don't want to participate you can still get a raffle you know a a ticket a daily ticket you can only get one if you want and have a chance at winning the grand prize you know so there's there's a million things you can do different things that you can do to kind of have a weekend out there and have fun and camp and do your thing so it was it was kind of a disappointment and they and the guys that were there were really disappointed as well that it might be the last yeah. one because they were just at the point where they could not. I mean, having to continue. do three, just right. work three days and then go back to your regular job. I mean, yeah. come on. So they need some help. Right. So that was kind of what we were, what we were kind of told. And then all of a sudden we started hearing that they're advertising that it's going to happen. I'm like, wow, what happened? What happened? So I talked to organizers this week and they said, yeah, we didn't get a lot of people from the for the Lions Club, which is the actual uh, organization that puts it on. So they're not getting a lot of people wanting to join that organization, but they had people step up that said, we'll come out and help. Oh, right. So they got volunteers yep. out there. Just that to come is out and amazing. help with that, which is a huge, huge thing. So, yeah, they're still concerned about the Lions Club. And, and, and not just that. I mean, people don't want to volunteer to help with Little League or, you know, City League Baseball or umpire a soccer game or whatever. I mean, it's across the board, and it's the Elks, the Lions, the blah, 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 um, Kiwanis. You yeah. know, all of them are having problems recruiting younger people to get involved. So that's been kind of an issue. But uh, when I talked to the organizers this week, it's it's going on this weekend, and they're they're at least hopeful that they can continue to do this because they're having people that are stepping up that want to get involved to see that this thing continues. And that's great news. You know, when it comes to organizations, uh, membership is falling. That, that uh, you know, in the VFW membership fell. Uh, I do believe in the American Legion as well. And so it, the VFW went as far as to basically reorganize what they do. I mean, who they are, the services that they provide, the, the things that they can, they can get done for their members. Excuse me. And and the reason being is because I think social media plays a lot into this. Okay. 
These were social clubs. Mm-hmm. This is where you went to tell your stories. This is where you went to talk and and sit with friends and fellowship, you know? And especially with the VFW and the American Legion. Absolutely. These, our, our grandfathers, when they came home from World War II, this is how they... Stayed connected. With their friends. Absolutely. And, and even a little bit of, of self-help. You know? Yes, yeah. Because they yeah. had, you know, this was their uh, head shrinker, so to speak. They could go and discuss things with people that fully understood what they had been through. Exactly. And so it was a good thing for that aspect of it as well. But I agree with you, what you said. I I think social media has really taken a toll on the social club aspect. And and I think we see that now because, you know, the boomers are getting older. Uh, Us, Generation X, uh, we're even starting to get up there because I'm just at the end of Generation X and and millennials and the generation after they're just they're not really as interested in in getting involved in these social clubs as as we were because they really don't have to i guess you could right. say you know i can jump online and 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 i can find somebody not just with this interest but someone who shares a multitude of interests with me and i i can speak from that i mean you know, it's it's no mystery. Floyd's a bit of a nerd. Uh, I really like like sci-fi stuff. You know, Star Trek, Star Wars, Doctor Who. You name it, man. I'm into it. I love it. And and all of that pales in comparison to the Lord of the Rings. Just gonna put that out there. Sure. But uh, so anyway, but you get my point. Super nerd, right? So I can go and find other super nerds, and we can have like real in-depth discussions about character and the authors and the creators of these things. And intent and motivation and 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 then celebrate that together. And see that's you are more into like even though you said you're you're late Gen X, I'm way early Gen X. So there's even a difference between that fifteen year period between oh, yeah. my birthday and yours because you seem to have more of that that aspect that my sons do. Yeah, you know, I'm willing to go there right. to find as that. opposed to like when you were growing up, you probably had two or three good close friends that you did everything with. But when I was a kid, we got on our bikes and there was like 50 of a us gang. running around. Yeah. yeah, and so we were that was our social thing. So we even at the at the very beginning of Gen X, we were still doing a lot of what the boomers were kind of doing, and then right. and then came into what you. Not you, but like but my, yeah, my, my ge- sons do. Right? The, the, You're at the tail end. The butt of end of right. Gen X. Because, I mean, we were really, uh, and I don't have a lot of time, but I do want to say, like, we were the ones, you know, hey, the computer was in my classroom. Right. Right. See, now, I, it was a humongous box. Right. <laughs> right. And it See, was clanky. We didn't even have, we had computers, but I remember when I was in high school, my friends were doing the DOS. Yep. You know, they were doing all of that, and that they were learning to program. It wasn't all the fun stuff oh, that yeah. my kids came up yep. with. It was all that crazy, let's sit down and type, you know, just... Lines and lines of code yeah. to get it to just smile at you. Right. Absolutely. Right. I, the times they are changing, my friend. <laughs> all right, this has been the Jackson Electric Open Lines on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Happy Memorial Day, folks. Go out there and celebrate freedom. And uh, celebrate the freedom that those men and women gave their lives for. Amen. Call 
Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. Maybe it's as simple as adding an extra outlet. Maybe it's as detailed as wiring an industrial building. Maybe it's high-efficiency LED lighting or fire alarm system or phone system installation and repair. Maybe it's data system wiring, irrigation wiring, or electric motor sales and repair. Commercial, residential, industrial, agriculture, above ground, below ground. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Staying on top of your tax and accounting records doesn't have to be a struggle. I'm Patrick Sucker. Parker Mellinger has been providing professional solutions and outstanding value for over 30 years. Whether you're interested in QuickBooks consulting, monthly accounting, payroll preparation, or tax preparation, Parker Mellinger is the solution for your tax and accounting needs. Call us today. Your initial consultation is always free at Harker Mellinger, 1811 South Sheridan Avenue in Sheridan. The owners and staff at Kane's Funeral Home would like to thank the families of Sheridan and Johnson Counties for choosing Kane's and allowing them to serve you during these hard times. Kane Funeral Home makes it their mission to take the stress and uncertainty out of ceremonial services. They own and operate the only crematory in Sheridan County, so your loved one is always in their care. Kane's Funeral Home. Call 673-5837 or visit them online at canefuneral.com. The sale of a vehicle is only the beginning to Hammer Chevrolet and your commitment to your customers, Dick Hammer. Bob, we have based our business on commitment to our customers. Come in and let us help you with all your financing and contract needs and find the best deal possible. If your factory warranty is getting close to expiring, we offer a wide variety of service contracts that meet your needs. If you need any type of service work done to extend the life of your vehicle, schedule an appointment and we'll get you taken care of. They've been doing it for over 85 years, Hammer Chevrolet, 170 Salzer, online, hammerchevy.com. Election season is upon us, and the Sheridan County Election Office would like to remind all potential candidates that wish to file for public office that the filing deadline is today, May 27th. City and town offices must file at their respective city or town halls and pay $25 filing fee. County offices file for $100 at the county election office, and state offices must file with the Secretary of State. For questions, please call the Sheridan County Election Office today at 674-2515. Heads up. Whether it's at work, at home, or play, take a few seconds to look up and locate any overhead power lines. When working outside, be sure to keep yourself and any tools or equipment you're using at least 10 feet away. Teach your children to fly kites or toys in areas away from overhead power lines. And do not attempt to remove anything that has become tangled with a line. Always assume an overhead power line is energized and dangerous. A safety message brought to you by Montana Dakota Utilities. In the community to serve. John Hannity, weekdays at 1, on News Talk 930 and 103.9 FM. K-O-O-O. 